Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part two of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. And the Coast Guard somehow pops around the corner of the island and they're like haha we got you yep as soon as the transaction's done so somebody was on the end like to time it that perfectly it for fun had sakes. to be and this is hysterical too because the guys that alex are doing the deal with immediately pull out the guns and are suspicious obviously and yeah, as one would as be. you would be they start shooting people and throwing people off the boat and alex's headbutting motherfuckers left and right and uh uh, what's his face? Frank is shooting people. I love this death grip that that Alex has on the throat of this one guy, where yeah. he's just like, ah! the guy's making this. Face. I'm gonna tell you, you you you, if you put that grip on someone for like 12 to 15 seconds and then throw them into the ocean, they're they're dead. That is the face like, they're gonna make. You don't. Yeah, they're going to they're going to be dead. But yeah, he fucks them all off, throws them into the ocean. They're trying to outrun. This is the weirdest part of the film. This like is weird. I know it's kind of the action scene, but yeah, they're like, "Oh my god, the the cops are going to get us." So they push two fucking Mercedes overboard yep. and shoot them and they explode yep. and the cops just stop. They just give like, the fuck up. Like it's the ocean. You're in you're It's two Mercedes yeah. in the ocean. You're in at, like, at, <laughs> at least like to be fair to the Coast Guard in some way. They're in Hong Kong Harbor, but they're in fucking yes. Hong Kong Harbor. It's two cars next to each other that blow up, and they're just like, "Well, yeah. we can't go around yeah. that." Well, I guess we we've can't lost go them. around that fire. We've lost them, boys. We'll never catch that slow like... ass Chinese junket in our Coast Guard <laughs> yeah. ship now. Yeah, like <laughs> with two fucking two twins and an old man. Like it's, not, it's like the only three white people in Hong Kong right now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it, this part was was baffling to me, but yeah, whatever. It's, it's it's serviceable. Like it's it's like okay, they're gonna they're gonna do that, and then later Frank's like, I think Chad and I proved our expertise uh, yesterday in the harbor, and it's like, did, did you though? <laughs> did you really? <laughs> like, if you had put one of those seven thousand bricks of C four that we're gonna see later, yeah, on the trunk of those cars. 
and then waited until the Coast Guard ship got close enough to it and then blew them so it blew a hole in the hull of the Coast Guard ship, well, okay, yeah. now you're talking. Now they can't chase you anymore. Yeah. But this is just, well, fuck, we can't get around this 20 square feet of fire. Yeah, like, I do better in GTA. Like, right? you know, I'm playing GTA. I put a brick of C4 on the hood of a car, and then I, would like, drive straight at something, and then I just, like, roll out. So the car continues yeah. on and smashes into a compound. And then I hit the C4 and I blow the C4 up. Like, you know. Like you I'm do. like, ha deal with that. Yeah, it's like I, I killed like eight guys, you know, off the hop. So that makes it a little easier. But, you know, they made a small fire in water yeah. that, you know, the ship can't get around. So Oh, and we should say they get a kind of a cheesy Alex saying, welcome to Hong Kong at the end of that scene. But then we cut to the market and... Okay, animals were harmed in the making of this movie. Yeah, I forgot that they used to put this into movies because they literally, they literally chopped the shit out of a frog and cook it like right in front of you. Oh yeah, that frog got decapitated, and then slid open, and they cook it into a dumpling. It's hilarious. But it is funny because I mean, you know, like I dissected frogs in high school because we did that back. Grade then. six, I did. But yeah. I'm like. Jesus, they added in frog rivet foley just before it dies. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Like, oh! Yeah. This frog is clearly alive. <laughs> nope, is... we just fucking sopped its head off and turned it into dumplings. Well, and I mean, you're also, they filmed this in Hong Kong, and that's just, you yeah. know, that's like rolling a fucking bagel in New York to them. Like, that's just natural. That's food. Frogs are food. Oh, yeah. Like, get over it. I love, And I love here where Frank is talking mad shit about what happened to the boy's father and all the bullshit that happened. And he's talking to the the girl, Danielle, and she storms off because she works for them. And as soon as she storms off, yeah. Frank's like, what the fuck's her problem? Like, <laughs> like dude, yeah. you were just yeah. talking shit to her. Like, like you were being an yeah. asshole about her boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We think it has to do with Nigel Griffith. He's a piece of shit, fucking scumbag, asshole, fuckface. <laughs> and anybody that oh, works for him is a just fucking piece of shit, yeah. too. Anybody who it's works like... for him is just a pretentious, yellow-haired bag of teeth. <laughs> so, fuck off. <laughs> They're like, oh, shit. She, and uh, Alex is like, she works for Griffith. And Chad's like, oh, she's going to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> you think, it's... you doughhead? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... it's kind of hilarious. It is, but I mean, Alex is fucking rocking this cool black trench coat. I mean, I like Alex's clothes in this movie a lot. Dope, yeah. I like Chad's clothes because he's wearing these khakis and this. He's got this green velour fucking suede, suede yeah. green jacket with multi flaps and zippers. Offset it's zipper awesome, and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, well, I'm just gonna go into town. I'm just gonna lean against this brick wall, and then all of a sudden, all the gangsters show up, and they're like. Oh, hey, it's Alex. Uh, I see you got your hair styled differently. It's not slicked back, and you're wearing baggy Why clothes Why you dressed like LA. such a fruitcake, Alex? <laughs> yeah. Huh? yeah, get in the fucking car, Alex. And, of course, he does. And uh, that's when we get our, you know, reconnection with fucking Zhang. With Zhang. And Bolo looks fucking awesome. Bolo gets shot in the face at the beginning. Bolo, with the scars and the milky eye, is fucking terrible. Bolo looks fucking like, awesome in this movie. That shit is back in my nightmares. Like, it was in 91, and now he's back. Oh, <laughs> he looks so good in this movie. He's fucking ripped. He's huge. He's He's got maturity like he didn't have back in Enter the Dragon. 
Yeah, you know what I mean, like he's really come along. He's come yeah, along. He looks great. The scar looks fucking awesome on his on his cheek, and his eye looks dope. He looks fantastic. He, you, you know, Bolo Young has a hundred and twelve acting credits. That's amazing. Yeah, he started acting the year I was born. He started acting in nineteen seventy. Motherfucker had a fifty-year film career. <laughs> that is insane. That's nuts. It's awesome. But speaking of careers, like uh, Philip Chan, who plays Zhang. Like, he does a great job. He's a really good villain in this He is. And again, Philip Chan, 70 credits. Tons of movies and TV work. He was a cop, like a fairly high-ranking cop before he started acting and played cops throughout the movie. And bad guys like he does in this. But he plays a great villain in this. He's wicked. Him, actually, and Alan Scarf. I like him playing Nigel. Although I find in this movie, when I looked at him, he looks like if you put Bill Murray and Jack Nicholson in a blender. Yeah, I can see that. Like when you watch, when that. you see him next time on screen, yeah, he's got a real strong Bill Murray thing with his face, but he's yeah. everything else is Nicholson. Yeah, like he's perfect for the off-Broadway version of Mr. Belvedere. Yes, you know, yes, just like <laughs> you know, cooking and bucking and piner. Oh, hello, Wesley. Oh, fuck, he's so good. But I do like how you know, and you gotta you gotta suspend your disbelief here because yeah, uh, Zhang is is walking around with the fucking cigar box that, uh, you know, belonged to Paul. Yeah, that, that was fucked up. You know, that that uh, your dad gave to him 25 years ago. He still has it. He's a multimillionaire, but he's using this... Cheap-ass cigar box. Cigar box. And, the chat uh, holds and, and the, has like, oh, the what's lighter. the... And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you were a fucking infant. Like, you were... Yeah, s- you were an infant. You don't... You didn't see you this. no attachment to that sakes. box. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, this box was my father's cigar box. He owned it for 11 minutes. Um, (laughs) But I actually really like, honestly, like, you know, Van Damme kind of oversells it at this point in his career a little bit. Like, as they're walking, Zhang is kind of like saying, so I want you to start moving heroin instead of cars. Yes. You're going to do that for me, right, Alex? Uh, That's how we're going to go. And Van Damme's walking along, and he's just kind of, he's selling it with his face, but I think he's selling it just. He's screw-facing a little bit, yeah. Yeah, just just a little bit. And that's not even like an insult to him because, you know, I, as I said, like I really think this guy became a great actor later in his career, like like a fantastic actor. Yeah. And then of course, uh he looks at Zhang and says, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Like and Bolo's uh, Bolo's look when he says that is like that yeah. little look to the side like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. That was awesome, like like, because you can just be like, oh, shit, some bad stuff's about to happen here. Well, this is not a good time to pull that shit. Like, you're literally in the middle of nowhere on the side of a road with a container next to you, and you're surrounded yes. by bad guys, and you're in fucking Hong Kong. This ain't your town, man! You know? Yeah. Cops tend to notice shit like, like you get fucking carved yeah. up and thrown in a box. Like, I don't give a fuck if they were like, okay, next week we want you to transport the coke i'd be like yeah sure like, yeah, how much next week i'll i'll fucking suck all your dicks yeah. yeah yeah no problem boys yeah i'm fucking down i'll buy some knee pads and some tic tacs and <laughs> fucking get this thing going but all right why don't you guys drop me off at the hotel and i'll make sure i get that all handled next week but right he's just like go fuck yourself and then he's just like all right well then he uh it this is this is an okay fight scene, but I'm okay with the fight scenes being all right. Like one guy moves in on Van Damme and he stuffs him with a side There's kick. There's a great kick, which I thought was really, I thought was really good. It was a like, solid I was hit, just like fuck, good yeah. kick. It looked, 
it looked good. And then, of course, Bolo does his patented, you screwed up, so I'm going to break your neck move yep. that, he's so, <laughs> that he's so known for. And I love Bolo here, too, because Bolo moves in on Van Damme and fucks him up because Bolo's really good. Yeah. And then Bolo takes him inside the crate here. After, like, Van Damme yeah. does that spinning hook kick and Bolo just eagle claws his cock. Yeah. And yeah, then he does. throws him into the container, and he just starts smashing him off the side walls of the container. And it's real. Like, yeah. you can tell Bolo's chucking him into it with the, to the wall. It's awesome. And that is a real container that is not a stunt container. He literally <laughs> just bangs Chad against the wall several times. So, yeah, I, I actually really appreciated this. And, you know, even when Van Damme throws that big 360 fucking spin kick. Yeah. Bolo, like you said, drops down and just, he does a shot to the fucking beanbag, but it's not like, it's not like a solid one. It's like a flick, but as you know, like, the flick, sometimes the flick hurts worse than like a full-on punch, like just the snap, and you're like, oh, Well, it's like the snap at the end of a whip, like, like, oh, 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 exactly. Exactly, right on the fucking, right on the fucking uh, yeah, the speed fucking bag, frenulum. just bang. <laughs> on the frenulum. I bruised my frenulum. <laughs> Jesus, you, how the hell did, did you, you do, do that? that? Polo Young flicked me in the dickhole. Polo Young. Oh shit! Yeah, that yeah, happens here in uh, yep. Hong Kong every couple of months. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. But it's good. Yeah, they take. Uh, they take Chad back here and dump his ass off in the middle of the street in Hong Kong. And uh, then Chad is talking to uh, Frank here about what happened and mentions, oh, you know, this big fucking Chinese guy with a scar on his face. Big... And Frank's like, yeah. what? 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 With a scar on his face? I shot a big Chinese motherfucker <laughs> once. 25 years ago, I face. shot a guy like that right in the fucking 25 face. 25 years but it was funny. He was like, yeah, I would have taken them if it wasn't for that big Chinese motherfucker. <laughs> I was just like, I, I think that's the first time someone said that. But that's awesome. <laughs> like, And this is where you get the fucking outline here where Alex sits down next to Chad. Hardcore outlines. Yeah, but, you know, I can live with it. Oh, it's, for this budget, it, I can live with it. It's fine. For this kind of 1991 framework in Hong Kong, low budget kind of ish, I'm fine with it. Yeah, man. And now we yeah, get the introduction. Good. We cut to Danielle here in the Woo! office trying to do some some massage. And we get the introduction of uh Corina Everson, Kara, the security officer for the for the the boss there for Nigel. Yeah, she works for Griffith. I thought she did a really good job from like She's from great. A professional bodybuilder to just jump into this. I mean, you know, Van Damme was really into the bodybuilding scene. This is like past yep. like he'd he'd moved past the uh you know, just the small time martial arts guy. He was in like again, he was on, you know, television shows, talk shows, Arsenio Hall, that Marsha, the woman from Night Court, he was on her show. Um yep. and he was in a lot of the Black Belt magazine, but he was in a lot of those muscle and fitness magazines too. He was in a lot oh, of yeah. Hell yeah. bodybuilding magazines and having Corey Everson, like I thought she did a really good job. I thought she was menacing. I thought she looked great, like big fucking legs on her, like you know, it's like she she was a fucking good addition to this film. She really was, man. I mean, and like this was her initial movie. This was her yeah. introducing Corey Everson. She's been in 17 films. Yeah. Like she's she's done really well for herself with respect to being in movies and TV and whatnot. She's done fantastic, man. But they also And I mean, you're 
you're talking about a woman who is six-time Miss, Miss Olympia. Yeah. Like, Hall of fucking Fame bodybuilder. She was the, in her reign back in high school when I was lifting weights and was buying muscle and fitness all the time. That was that was her time, and she was the shit. And yeah. she looks fucking fantastic in this movie. And the way that Sheldon Lettage wrote the role for her, she stays in her lane because they don't make her do big range of acting like okay i want you to be menacing and fucking sultry be menacing and sultry simultaneously so when you're being a bitch to this girl it's it's wrong but it's still kind of hot you know like (laughs) like it's it's right in that lane and i think she did a great job yeah she carried it very very well i don't like the ending with her like the final scene but we'll get to that yeah yeah but through through the movie, she's fantastic. And her acting yeah, is really good. I think so. Yeah. So the boys, Alex and Chad here, and Frank go off to this trashed out resort where they're going to make kind of a home base thing. And Chad's got all his fucking designer Dior shit and he's slipping on pigeon shit. Yeah. And Frank and Frank and Alex are basically right at home. This is like an old hotel or some shit, I think, right? Yeah, like it's an old resort that is shut down. And I, I don't know if it's actually a... It's it's really big when they do the outside shot, and then the inside does look like a set, but they did yes, a good yeah. job at making it look like a shit set that was part of that exterior that they that they did. So I thought it was uh I thought it was pretty good. Like the way that they locked yeah. it down, the way that they've got the sun coming in on that um, you know, sharp angle. Overall, I really think that this film like delivers in a lot of different areas. And uh, you know, just having them set up inside this uh piece of shit hotel i thought was uh i thought was pretty cool yeah it looks good man it looks good i like i like the look of it i like everything about it and like i said the longer it went on the more i got into it and sort of got back into that early 90s van damme frame of mind of like oh fuck yeah like this and death warrant and time cop and all that shit like this is a good time for van damme like fucking they come in here and Alex and Frank are sitting around getting their shit together and Chad walks in like the dork that he is and like fakes a kick at Frank's head like, yeah. <laughs> like it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, he's just being a dork and it's good. It's fun because Alex is a no fuck around kind of guy. Yeah. And Alex is very much a fuck around kind of guy. Yeah. Well, Chad's the Chad's the fuck around guy. Alex picks the gun up and just fucking fires a couple. <laughs> Alex is the, the find out guy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fuck around uh, and find out. <laughs> fuck around and find out. Yeah, he picks the gun up, fires it inside the hotel to test it out, and that's when Frank's mixing up the C four. Like I, I do, I do appreciate the the story arc that they put in this, right? Even though like none of it makes sense, like at all. Yeah. It's just like, oh well, the guy that owned all the shares in the fucking tunnel, we killed him. Well, you don't just get his shares. Like that would be yeah. Like you don't just. You just don't get them. Just like, all right, uh, Griffith and Zhang, uh, you know, took a bunch of your father's money. Uh, if we kill them, you get that bridge. <laughs> and it's like, that's not yeah. how, that's not how that's, it fucking works. That's not how any of this works. This is, this is not like fucking caveman might makes right. You know, he just walks up. Yeah. Give me the bridge, hash, eh? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you in the face. And now what your, what's yours is mine. <laughs> what's yours is mine. This was my I father's I get your wife bridge. and your house and your car and all your stuff. Like, honestly, no. like. Honestly, if if their father legitimately owned that bridge, just them showing up and going to the government, you know, would be the first step to get, you know, yeah. what's 
appropriated to them but they're like no no we gotta fucking murder these guys and then you get the tunnel it's like oh is that how things go in the modern world all right well fair enough <laughs> they're sneaking in here now chad and alex together I, uh, the, the neck break on this one guy is fucking hysterical yeah, it's a good neck just break. Cre- creeps up behind the guy and just puts his hand on the guy's forehead and just kind of pushes on his back yeah and, like that guy was a weak man if that yeah. killed him yeah <laughs> if that well, broke I, your neck and killed you i mean like they can't really muckle onto a man's head and really twist it but well no but you could do more than like flick his ear and kill him like that is, <laughs> that on, is also you know true I mean? that is also true <laughs> i don't know what the fuck they have but these c4 blocks fucking stick to anything like they walk up to like a wet concrete wall with 18 layers of peeling paint and they just slap a piece of c4 to it and it just it doesn't even fucking flinch like it doesn't move like it's amazing how well that uh plastique just fucking sticks to shit it's like the world is made of velcro yeah yeah solid stuck on the wall yeah this is this is alex going in here with the gun and planting the C4 and all that shit, correct? Yeah, and I mean, it's it's shot well. I really do like the uh I really do like the choices that they made like with this. It's this drug lab, everybody's in there, they're speaking Cantonese. Alex is just walking in and again, he's just gently placing these bricks of C4 onto barrels, onto walls, acetone, wood, <laughs> like a fucking rubber tree plant leaf. It just fucking sticks <laughs> perfectly. It's like how the fuck is this even happening? All right, but yeah, like they they they've got this whole thing where they're doing these uh, doing these big cooks of you know making drugs and and whatnot. And I I do like how I I really do like the lighting in this. It's really really um, almost I would say almost uh, film noir. Yeah, but not quite. Like it's just the way like really harsh lighting. Um, very shadowy it, light yeah. dark pockets yeah. here pockets there this guy does like alex does duck down here and a guy like literally walks right past him oh yeah like, yeah like my 14 year old daughter saw that part and she was like how did that guy not see him? how did he like, not he was right see fucking him. in front of him like he's literally the chinese guy's nuts just drifted past <laughs> alex's face um but it's pretty good and then chad uh Chad's got to get out because he's kind of been found out. He throws a really good kick. Like, I love the baggy khaki dress pants. Like, he's like he's shopped at Randy River, like, with, like, a fucking good p- amount of money uh, in yep. this film. But he does a really, really nice fucking wheel kick here and takes the guy out. Um, Unnecessary. He should have just went up behind him and choked him. He should have. And that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. 
Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.